Hello and welcome. This is Chris Filipiak on the Connector Podcast. I am here live in Raleigh, North Carolina at the Internet Summit, hanging out with my good friends, Greenstone Media. It's been a whirlwind of a couple of days here at the summit, learning all things digital marketing, sales, and business development. I just had an opportunity to hear a talk by Seth Godin. If you go to my LinkedIn profile, you can see a picture up there with me meeting Seth, which was really kind of a the highlight of my show so far. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about what stood out to me and what struck me about Seth Godin's talk, which for me as a freelancer and person doing business development as a service was so relevant to me. And I just really think the opportunity to spend time and hear people like that can create so much urgency and really change your thinking around what is possible for you in your business and then how you can take tactical actions to drive a business result. So I wanted to kind of go through some of the notes that I took today and then I'm going to bring in some of the people that I was lucky enough to have here with me. So I'm going to do a little monologue style with you all. This will be my second podcast and we're trying to figure this out. I'm learning every day. So do talk a little bit about the talk, and then I'll go ahead and I think I'm going to bring in Chase Hiley, the CEO of Greenstone Media, and Travis Cole, their VP and uh, senior business development person to talk about what they've seen at the show. So here goes. Seth was on stage, and he spent a lot of time um, kind of talking about how traditional marketing and mass marketing is not where we want to be at as marketers. He brought up an example of um, the Godfather and how the status of all humans, not just the Godfather, is important to what we're doing, how we feel, and what made it motivates us to act. And so when you're engaging with your customers and the people around you, you really have to think about how you're affecting their status. And are you improving their ability to build status in their uh, world, in their life? Are you providing them a product or a service that allows them to not only improve their life, but let other people know that their life is improving and what your product means to them as a human. And so that was a a big theme throughout Seth's talk. He talked a lot about, you know, as freelancers, as consultants, we are out there and we have to kind of um, create our own way. And what's cool about that is we don't have to do mass marketing, we can find the smallest viable audience that we can serve and really focus in how we do that because we're not, we're not huge brands. We are smart, talented people looking to serve people and share with the world what we know and create an experience for them that helps improve their status. So 
that was a really important and interesting perspective that I hadn't thought about before. And in terms of leveling up your business, it's really about how do you find the partners, bigger and better partners, and shun the people who aren't interested in what you're doing. And I've had some turnover and some things happening in my business. I've brought on new partners, but I've also had some partners that didn't work out. And so we decided to press the pause button on things. And you know what? I'm okay with that. And my business is going to be better and your business will be better if you focus on who you can really serve and how you can kind of prune your business to take away the things that aren't filling you up every day. And I heard Seth talk a little bit, and I wanted to share this with you really quick, was just kind of the difference between marketing and sales uh, spoken really well, which he said was marketing is what we do at our desk and sales is what we do at someone else's desk. And it is a good idea to understand both those roles. So he suggested if you're a sales or a marketing manager that you should flip flop every six months and wear the other department's shoes for a while. The final thing is the the what real, real marketing really is. And it's really about, and I heard this throughout kind of the digital summit, a couple of people talked about this ability to create tension and conflict for your customers, but tension and conflict in a good way where that needs to be resolved. And that allows us to put some information out there and a story out there that the consumer is interested and the buyers are interested in what we're doing. So that was kind of a big uh, insight to me. So that was pretty much the the highlights of the talk Seth Godin did. I, I know I don't do it nearly as well as he does. And it's been a awesome conference here. So Anything else that struck me, that stood out to me, um, you know, just the chance to be here with people. And the people that I share what I'm doing with are pumped up about what I'm doing and excited. And there were, you know, at a large networking event, I think there's over 2,500 people here. There's going to be people that aren't into what you do. And there's going to be people that are into what you do. And just uh, understanding that you're not here to serve everyone is uh, important for you and your business and just being okay with that. And that is something that I have uh, really thought about lately as I've been leveling up my business and thinking about who I really want to serve and the type of audiences that I want to serve. And I can talk about that just for for a quick minute as well, is I have had an opportunity to attend some workshops and some conferences like these. And then when you're in business development, I think it really comes down to how do you make people feel and what is the business result that you're able to provide to people. And for my connector business, I really want to help CEOs and technical founders increase revenue and 
acquire new customers at a higher margin. And so the partners, ideally, that I will work with provide that same type of benefit. So since that is my core business, working with partners that provide that same benefit makes a lot of sense to me and makes it easier for me to sell and have competence and be able to impact what people are doing in a large way as opposed to some other business benefit like uh, compliance or or first-time quality. So, yeah, the more you can partner strategically with people who provide the same business benefit, I think that's where you can... uh, get some network effects and some synergies like we talked about in the first episode. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and bring on Chase Hiley here, and we'll continue the show. Okay, so I brought in Chase Hiley, the founder and CEO of Greenstone Media. He's here with me at Internet Summit Raleigh. Welcome, Chase. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, definitely. Happy you're here today. And so what I'd like to do is just ask you a couple questions, find out a little bit about Greenstone Media, what you've enjoyed about being here at Internet Summit, and then uh, see what kind of your favorite conversation is. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Greenstone Media? Yeah, so um, Greenstone Media, we're a full-service digital agency. Um, We specialize in integrating marketing and technology to help companies increase their revenue and profit by engaging new customers, or sorry, by acquiring new customers and engaging current customers. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, Chase and I are uh, business partners. I help Chase out with his business development initiative. And uh, we're here uh, learning all we can about uh, digital marketing and just marketing really in general. So, um, Chase, how did you come to be involved with Greenstone Media? And tell me a little bit about Chase Hiley. Sure, yeah. So um, I got involved with Greenstone Media. I had a, a different startup um, back in 2000 and started in 2013. And we bought Greenstone Media um, in 2016. And so my involvement was uh, early on was doing a lot of business development um, and building out a lot of the digital marketing foundation that we have today. Yeah, awesome. So your your Greenstone Media is in Asheville, North Carolina, and you're part of the entrepreneurial scene in Asheville, which is awesome and growing. And uh, you have a you have an amazing team behind you, which uh, is is kind of cool. And you brought some of them here to the Internet Summit in Raleigh. And I just want to see, you know, we've been at the show. This is our second day. Show's going to be winding down here in a couple of hours. What has struck you about the show so far? Uh, there's been a lot of different things on, on that front. Um, I would say some things that have struck me with Internet Summit is just how much technology is out there, how much... Um, just different tools that are out there and the importance of making sure that you're keeping up on the tech front 
and it's uh, you know we talked mentioned earlier about how we integrate marketing and technology. It's really neat seeing different companies like CallRail, Email Asset, and just there's so many different things that are out there. And I would say one thing that I've learned is it's important to um, understand which tool is going to be the best fit for you. And there's so much messaging going out. It's one thing I'm learning is is uh, making sure you have the right message for your ideal customer. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I talked a little bit before you jumped on here with me a little bit about Seth Godin's keynote, and he talked about how uh, target audiences should really be getting smaller, which is interesting how the technology is kind of expanding and there's more and more choices, but matching to matching the technology to that smaller target audience is is, is a challenge today. So coming to shows like this definitely help uh, us understand the tools and the technology that's out there. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, I can just see it with, um, you know, the, the demographic that is attending this show, or the majority of them are marketing specialists. There's a few CMOs. Um, but the majority of them are marketing, marketing specialists from medium to large companies, and they're here to learn more and see if there's some technology there or, or product or, or offering out there that's going to help better them or help back them up. And uh, I totally get it on ha- having the right message for the right customer because, you, you know, you got got 100 vendors, so 150 <laughs> vendors, and they're all saying, oh, yeah, we're the right fit for you. There's but 150 the, vendors here? I would say there's close to 100. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible, and they all a lot of them just say that they they're in marketing, (laughs) (laughs) right? Which is a very broad. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so I know you just mentioned CallRail, and I I, as we were kind of warming up for the show, you talked a little bit. I kind of asked you what your favorite conversation was, and I just like to share. Maybe you could share a little bit about what that favorite conversation was here at the show so far. Yeah. So, um, Greenstone started five years ago. As it's grown, we've evolved into the agency we have today. Um, one thing was, is two years ago, we were really built, trying to build out the systems for marketing. And a problem we ran into was um, one of our clients, uh, I'm not going to mention their name, um, we were having some problems with, we were delivering a lot of leads. And, and, uh, and we, we thought we identified a problem to where... Um, they were showing in, in analytics all these phone calls they were generating, and you know the client was saying, "I'm not seeing that. Um, I don't think we've had that many phone calls, and I, you know, and if they have, it's probably been spammers." And we're like, "It doesn't look that way." So we we stumbled across uh, a, a software called um, CallRail, and CallRail, what it does is it shows you so many different neat things on the reporting, where the call came from, if it was organic, what campaign you can. You know, implement or integrate your campaign so you can see which one produced it. We identified two things. Uh, the wrong person was answering the phone over there. Okay. Um, and which was really hurting sales. And yeah. we were able to present that to a different person at that organization. And we were able to show, like, actually, here's all the phone calls. Here's, you know, we think this could potentially be a problem. And we were able to let the client look at it. And then say, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And they agreed with us. And, you know, this is one of our, you know, favorite uh, clients to work with. We've had this client for a little over two years now. Yeah. Um, but that's where CallRail really helped us on reporting. I think one thing is, as you see, 
uh, companies switching agencies so much is because agencies struggle with um, either admitting something's not within their wheelhouse that they're really good at, or they struggle with reporting their value. And yeah. CallRail really helped us with reporting our value, keeping that client. We've had this client, like I said, for over two years. Yeah, and so you were able to meet them here at the, the Internet Summit, and this is the first time you met them? Yeah, we got to meet them here at Internet Summit. It was really neat. I got to talk with... Um, Couple, couple of their team members. They've got some new beta stuff, and they're gonna uh, um, let us uh, uh, test with it. Um, and then they've also got a partnership program they're starting, and they wanted they're inviting us in as a partner. Oh, that's that's fantastic! But it was really neat actually meeting them here. It's kind of like you know you see, um, you know, it's like if you see a booth from you know Watson or IBM here for us. It was kind of cool because again that helped us save a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, Chase, I want to thank you so much for joining me here on the Connector Podcast. Will you just let me know where people can get in touch with you? Yes, people want to get in touch with me. A couple ways to reach me. Um, You can uh, email me, chase, at greensunmedia.com. Give me a buzz anytime. Uh, Our company phone is 828-209-8066. My cell is 828-334-5074. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Chase. I'm going to bring on Travis Cole here, which is your vice president, and we'll hopefully talk a little bit uh, about business development. And it's been awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Likewise. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. So I have uh, Travis Cole here with me, the vice president and director of business development at Greenstone Media. We're hanging out here at Internet Summit Raleigh. And I just wanted to bring Travis in to talk a little bit um, about what's going on with Travis, about what is happening here at Internet Summit. And so I just have a couple questions. So, Travis, welcome to the Connector Podcast. Hey, hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, definitely. It's so good to have you here. We've been hanging out for a couple days. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Meeting a lot of people. Meeting a lot of people, eating too much food. It's been fun. I know. So we're kind of wrapping things up here. We're on the the last day of day three, and then we'll be traveling back uh, home to our families. And uh, Travis, tell me a little bit about uh, Travis Cole. Yeah. So, um, hey, thanks for having me here. Um, Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, so grew up in Asheville, kind of Asheville native, not a lot of those folks. uh, moved around quite a bit uh, after um, after growing up there. I lived in Charlotte for a while, New York. Spent about 20 years in nonprofit. Okay. And um, so and all kinds of development and and growth and, uh, you know, growing a lot of things and, and just really kind of, um, yeah, just really kind of getting a feel, feel for that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, what's kind of been... You know, we've been here for a couple of days. We've seen some speakers. We've talked to a lot of people. What's been the highlight of the show for you so far? Yeah, I think I think inter, uh, you know, just meeting a lot of interesting folks. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, a lot of times you're, you know, you, there's a lot of folks here, um, and you feel like there's um, kind of a common thread. And I feel like for uh, for this show, I mean, there's a lot of folks that are in marketing. And I feel like that that's what it caters mostly to. I feel like a lot of the marketing folks that we have talked to have um, really great backgrounds, really great folks, really undersourced. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have a, a you know it's a, a team of just a couple. Yeah. And um, and so they've really you know they I think they have big goals and dreams and visions and aspirations. They just don't have a, a big team to, to help fulfill it. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and kind of figure out a strategy and a plan. And kind of what you you need to do, and I think that's what's great. Been one of the highlights is just seeing all the different things that go into, uh, or all the potential things that can go into a successful marketing strategy that drives leads and, and revenue for your business. And coming to shows like this really expands your sense about what's happening and uh, who the different people are that can help you out. So. Yeah, I think one of the big things that I've seen is um, I, I think it's very paralyzing for uh, folks who get into marketing and then they're really overwhelmed by um, all the different, um, I guess, venues or methods of, of marketing in 2018. So there's a lot of digital marketing and there's just all kinds of different things in there. They've gotten into it. And I feel like one of the themes here this week is to say, get back to what, um, you know, get back instead of the artificial intelligence and the automated systems, get back to the people to people. And I think um, I think that's very refreshing for a lot of these um, these marketing directors to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's easy to get overwhelmed with all the technology. Yeah. So did you have a uh, favorite speaker? Yeah, so I was really looking forward the whole time to hearing Seth Godin. Yeah. And he really, uh, we, we were in there together. He, he really came through in a, in a big way. Yeah, absolutely. He's, you know, and it's pretty cool. His format, he didn't really have a, a planned talk, and, and it was, you know, it was a lot like going into the cave, Luke Skywalker, and you're <laughs> talking to Yoda, and he's just spouting out stuff like crazy. So kind of the format, uh, for those that weren't there, um, he had a microphone that just got thrown around the room, and different people asked questions, and he just was just reeling off intel after intel. <laughs> it was great. He was straight up dropping truth bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was I thought it was really great, and it was very direct. And I I think he kind of leads the charge of the old school marketing, and I think oh. that's really great here because you know he's a couple generations. From a you know it's a pretty young crowd like marketing, you know twenties thirties, and he grew up in a different time and era. Sure, and I think um, I think it's very great to hear, you know, some real marketing instead of I feel I feel like a lot of marketing has become for marketing directors uh, managing outsourced teams or managing uh, platforms, and you're more of you know you're you're spinning plates instead of really you know creating marketing and being out there and uh so i think he brought it home a lot on that yeah he's he was definitely one of my favorite speakers and you know i was taking notes furiously throughout uh his the his talk and it was it was masterful how he took questions from the audience and and weaved stories and uh insights that we can really take take with us back to our our lives and our our jobs so that was yeah. really powerful yeah yeah a couple things that stood out to me um i think one thing that he talked about was ignoring the masses you know yes. start with the small group of followers and shun the non-believers yes yeah and he kind of went against the um 
the Kardashian or, I mean, there's nothing wrong with them, but this whole idea of how many followers can I get? And he said, hey, listen, invest in a small group, shun the folks that don't believe in what you're doing, mm-hmm. and, and make it to where, you know, it's, it's almost irresistible for them. Absolutely. What, what's your, what was your kind of thoughts in, on that? Yeah, before I had you on, I did a kind of a whole Seth Godin oh, you did. recap. Okay. So you'll have to listen Go to the front part of the, <laughs> the podcast. All right. Um, I'm there and catch that. But, yeah, shunning the masses and really um, really stood out to me. And just this, this idea, you know, as a, a freelance business development person, just really talking about and having a platform where you can share your story in a really yeah. um, way with just your very specific, your he called it minimally like minimal viable audience, target yeah. audience, and everyone else who's not into what you're doing, they're not they're not part of they're not your people. Yeah, and and speaking of that, I, I really felt uh, Greenstone's approach really is to be an extension of your marketing team. Sure, and I felt like what he was talking about. Uh, applied a lot to Greenstone and the way that we approach things and kind of the way for those that are out there that um, aren't familiar with Greenstone's marketing approach we really um, we come around um, you know, a, a business or a marketing team and we really become their people absolutely and, uh, you know I think I think you know what I when, when Seth was talking one thing that I really looked at is is when we're an extension of that team we want folks to be moved with emotion yeah um when they find out that we exist yeah they're out there they're working they're trying to do this all themselves they don't have enough tools in the toolbox and they really don't have a team and my thought is when they find out greenstone can come around them and to really make this happen, make their dreams happen, yeah. I want them to just be moved with emotion. Yeah. Yeah. They'll like be like, ah, someone's here to help me. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. it. Yeah. So we, um, you're in business development. I'm in business development and sales. We've sure. um, been at it uh, a little while. What's what's one thing you can teach us about sales and business development? Yeah. So if I, if I could say one thing is I would just say um, really, really learn the art of listening. Yeah. And um, and not just uh, you know what it's not just listening, but what questions to ask. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think the the questions determine the fit. So if I could say one thing about business development is you're not looking for ev- anybody out there. Mm-hmm. You're looking for the right fit. And I think um, you have to determine is this the right fit? Is this someone I want to? Um, spend time with. If I was going on a road trip for the next three months, yeah, would I want this these folks in the car uh, yeah. on Route sixty six? That's right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and and I think like business development. A lot of times, it, you know, a lot of folks will say, "Oh, it's sales." It's really a way that your company, your business, can serve and help people. That's it. And so for me, it's about. Um, you know, can we serve and can we help them? And is this a good fit to be with them? And, and can we really, um, you know, to your point, what you say a lot, can we help this person? Can we increase their bottom line? You know, can we come around them? And if we do, what's their potential? Yes. And um, and I, I really like to look at it like that. Yeah. 
No, I love that so much. I think, you know, I was, I had John Kelly on the show a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, and I asked him kind of one of my, my riddles, which was, how do you make a sale without talking? And the answer to that is to listen, yeah. and, you know, which is exactly what you're, you're talking about and just that ability to listen and uh, ask good questions. Do you have a favorite uh, business development question? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, or you could be a pantomime. You know, yeah. if you pantomimed it, then you wouldn't have to talk. Uh, yeah, you know, I think, uh, I yeah, think, true. I think the biggest thing that I like to ask everybody is, I always start off with, really, what do you need? You know, I think um, um, I, I heard Rick Hendrick, uh, Hendrick Automotive Group, and Hendrick Racing, and uh, just really great businessman. And I, I heard. Um, uh, when I used to live in Charlotte, um, a, a guy worked worked for Hendrick Automotive Group, and he he said that Rick Hendrick would come up and say, "What do you need to succeed?" Yeah, and he would say, "I want to help, you know, facilitate that." Yeah, and 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 they, they would, and if they didn't succeed, then there would be a decision to be made. Yeah, I feel like a lot of folks that we come in contact with, they uh, when, if they don't know their needs, uh, then we can't meet them. Yeah. For sure. So, Travis, thanks so much hey, for joining you. me here on the Connector Podcast. How can people get in touch with you? Yeah, so um, uh, we're so uh, you can get in touch with me through Greenstone, okay. um, and um, or um, I, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not so I'm not out <laughs> in Twitter's fill or yeah. fear or anything else. But um, yeah, what's your, what's your email? Yeah, so uh, Travis at GreenstoneMedia. Awesome. Dot com. And uh, yeah, great. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, definitely. You're totally welcome. Thank you all for joining me today on the Connector podcast here from Internet, uh, Internet Summit Raleigh. It's been an awesome conference, and I hope you picked up a few uh, interesting facts that you can take back with you to improve what you're doing. Because you know it's time. Let's go.